Should you hire an employee? Get a studio? Invest more in marketing? Listen, the answers are in the numbers. Don't be scared of the numbers. They have all the answers to keep your business healthy and growing. Today, I'm going to cover the three numbers I look at daily to make sure my photography business can keep going. And I've even put together a copy of the exact spreadsheet I use so you too can track your income and expenses. This is going to be fun. So the real question is, How are portrait photographers like us able to run a profitable business and still put our families first without selling digital files for cheap and working all the time? I'm Sarah Petty, your host of the Worth Every Penny Joycast, and I went from a stressed out, overworked mama with three babies to being named one of America's most profitable photographers without working my kids' lives away. Each week, I'll show you how to find and serve boutique portrait photography clients in a world where we compete with free thanks to everyone having a digital camera in their pocket. Take the first step to adding more joy and profit to your life by downloading your free photography business tools at joyofmarketing.com forward slash podcast. I know the feeling that you get when you're looking at your numbers and it feels so scary. I get it. Math. Most people didn't like math in high school. I was lucky and I actually had a great math teacher named Mrs. Cumley. Thanks to Mrs. Cumley, I've never been afraid to look at my numbers. She made it super easy to understand. And people always say, eh, who needs math? You never use math in life. Well, I'm here to break it to you. If you have a bank account and you want to put money in it, that is full of math. If that doesn't make you like it, I don't know what would because you've got addition, but you've also got subtraction. And if you want to not only get out of debt, but eventually accumulate wealth, that's multiplication. If you have children, you understand division. (laughs) So let go of that thought that you've been telling yourself that you're not good at math and you don't like it and you never use it. And let's start with some great habits because if you start when your business is smaller, it will be easier to make the decisions to help you get a bigger business if that's what you want. So here are the three numbers I look at almost every day especially on months where I'm not hitting my financial goals, especially late in the year after we've hit break even because every dollar just about goes into my pocket. (laughs) And so these numbers are very important. So let's start with number one. The first thing that I look at and track every day is what comes into my bank account. This is income. So this is how I know what my daily cash flow is versus my projections. So say, for example, I projected this month, I want to do $5,000 in revenue. As I'm adding up every day deposits, and I see, you know, $200 come in and 400. And by mid month, I should be at maybe 2500 and have a plan of how I'm going to get to that 5000. So if I don't look at that number, I'm just playing blind. It's like being in a sporting game, like a volleyball game or a basketball game and not having a scoreboard. (laughs) I don't understand how people can do that in business. Listen, I've been in business 25 years. And yes, the first thing I do in the morning, 
almost every day is I open my business bank account and I look at where I am for the month instead of just getting up and doing things. I need to know what activities are most important for me to be working on because if I'm short toward that $5,000, I need to go figure out how I'm going to make that money. Now, sometimes I might go a week or two without looking if I'm super busy or I'm in a super heavy cash flow season and I know we're fine to pay all the bills, but that's really rare. Because I do the projections each year, I do it religiously the first week of January. Sometimes I've already started it in December and then I just tighten it up in January. I do that every year. And I make my year two plus students do them in my coaching program. And note, I do it with year two plus because when you first start with us, you don't have a year of numbers to go from. So they're just completely guessing. So I want them focused on all the things they need to do in that first year. And then once they have a year of data, we can project the next year a lot easier. Then like a sport, I work to get that score and I want my students to get that score. So like if this month, my goal is to get $5,000, I'm looking at the very first day of the month, how am I gonna get that $5,000? And of course, at the beginning of the year, when I do my projections for the year, I also do my marketing and promotional plan for the year. So I know that if I've projected a really high month in March, it's likely because I've projected to do a senior campaign or a new baby campaign or whatever it is. So my marketing and my projections go hand in hand. They're like peanut butter and chocolate. They are so much better if you do them together. Because if you make projections of $5,000 and you have zero idea how to make that $5,000, then that's not gonna end well, right? So all of these pieces go together. So the first number I look at every day is my bank account and I see what's coming into it. The second thing I look at every day are my accounts receivables. So to look at the bank account alone doesn't tell me the whole story, right? So for example, if I'm trying to get to $5,000 this month and I've only had $1,000 deposited, that can freak me out, right? I can be like, oh my gosh, I have $4,000. How am I gonna get there? I'm not gonna make it. This is where my accounts receivables come in. Now, this is one of those accounting terms that can get confusing. And I know sometimes my students get confused because the word receivable implies that it has been received. Those accountants, I tell you. <laughs> but receivables are income that you've sold, but the income hasn't come in yet. So let's say, for example, you had a client last month who ordered $3,000 worth of artwork. She gave you $1,000 last month, so this month she owes you $2,000. And it may not come in this month, but you know you have $2,000 in receivables for that client. So now if you're looking to get to that $5,000 and you say, okay, I've collected already $1,000 this month from a couple clients and I have $2,000 in receivables, I'm gonna go finish that client's order and get it so she can pick it up this month, and then I'm gonna be at three of my $5,000. Now, in a perfect world, that's ideal, right? But also, you know, what if she's sick, or she's traveling, or she just wants to spread out her payments a little more? You can't count on that. So my goal in my business 
is to have twice as many receivables as my monthly goal. So if I sit down the first week of the month and I have a $5,000 goal and I'm at $4,000 left that I need to collect, I want to have $8,000 in potential income that's sitting out there, whether it's an estimated order or it's someone who has ordered and I've done half of their order and we need to finish the framing or whatever it is. Because if I only have 4,000 that's coming in and... I need 4,000. Well, that's never going to happen 100% of the time. Someone's going to leave town or need more time or whatever it is. So that's really my goal. So before I panic and and think, oh my gosh, I have to go get $4,000 to make my goal. I look at my receivables and I say, is there a client who I've created the image for, but I haven't done their sales presentation that will bring in money? Are there some that I've taken the order and the deposit, but they still owe the balance? So the receivables. Is there someone who mentioned to reach out to them this month for a session? So you could do the session now and in a week do the presentation. So maybe you speed it up a little sooner. I look at that pipeline all the time. And boy, if someone tells me that in three years, they want the same artwork that they're doing for the four-year-old that they want it for the one-year-old. I go to my calendar two and a half years from now and I'm reaching out to them. (laughs) I don't forget that stuff. I don't let that stuff go. So sometimes I open my calendar and it's like, oh, reach out to this client because she wants that same piece of art for every four-year-old that she has. So that's on me to make sure that that next four-year-old gets that artwork. Then If I've exhausted all of that and I don't have anything in the pipeline, I look at, okay, how can I go stir something up? Did I meet people at a networking activity who mentioned, or maybe I could just reach out about branding images or business portraits. I have a dog vet appointment coming up and I've been visiting with the vet about doing a co-marketing project together. Let's see if I can fast track that this month. There are all kinds of things we can do to stir up business without discounting, without doing cheap mini sessions, but I have to know where I am every month. So I've got to know what's in my system, what's in my pipeline, what's in my receivables list to get me to my goal. And if there aren't any of any of those, I got to go out there and make it rain right? And we talk a lot about the Rainmaker Revealer, which is a database program that I created for my students so that they can go to that and make it rain when they need to. That is the key, guys. That's the key of having a successful photography business. Yeah, we've got systems and processes to make all of it go more smoothly. But the biggest thing you need to learn and know and master is how to make it rain. When you have no clients, you got to make it rain. But today is about the numbers I look at every day. And uh, that tells us where we are and how much rain we need. First is the bank account to look at daily cash flow versus my projections. Second is receivable. So what do I have that I've already sold that I can go out there and collect? And then third, I need to look at my expenses. Okay, because if we're only looking at the money coming in and we're not looking at the money coming out, we're doing a disservice to our business. And truly, this is where companies get into cash flow trouble. So true. And we just had one of our only restaurants in my small town announce that they were closing. And of course, everyone in my family and, you know, some close friends were all texting each other. Did you hear this? Did you hear this? We're so sad because we live kind of in the country and we don't want to have to drive all the way into Springfield to eat. It's just nice to have a couple choices in our small town. And everyone I talked to said, no way, there's no way. They're always so busy. They're always slammed. 
which tells you, and again, I don't know the backstory of what happened, but I believe if you can get the clients, you can succeed. So who knows what happened in their business, but obviously they weren't making more than they were spending. And that's why people go out of business. But I feel like if you can bring in the business and you can make it rain, we can figure out how to make you profitable, right? But we start by keeping our eye on the expenses, So if we are managing our income and we're hitting our goals and we're managing our expenses at the bottom of the sheet, you're going to show some profit, which is exciting. And look, I've coached photographers on their numbers for years and there are formulas, right? We teach all of those detailed formulas and we know if you stay within those, you will stay in business. You will have profit. So without getting in the weeds too much, just know That if you hit your top line revenue goal, which is how much money do I want to bring into my business this month, and you hit that goal, and then you also hit your expenses goal, so you're not spending more than that, you will have a profit. It's when people blindly assume that if they have customers, they will have a profit. And I think that's when businesses get into trouble. And what I can tell you as a photographer, if you're able to consistently bring in business, but you're not making money, I can fix that for you like nobody's business. What I find is that most people struggle with getting the business in in the first place, and then they start spending and they're spending more than they're bringing in. And so what I would tell you is don't get a studio, don't spend a bunch of money on props and equipment, get a camera and a lens that are quality. And then if you have extra money, invest in the education to learn how to make the money, how to manage these things, right? Cash flow, projections, receivables, income and expenses. It's so important. Because I know that by doing projections, looking at my bank statement, my receivables and my expenses, I will always have a pulse on where my business is financially. Once I grew to a point where I didn't have to manually do this myself. And man, was that ever a painful process to let go of that? I spent years kicking and screaming, insisting that nobody else could do my numbers. And then finally, after enough people told me that someone else could do it, I gave it a try. And now I have someone on the first or second of every month, they log into all my accounts, they reconcile all my checkbooks, my credit card accounts. And I have, you know, quite a few of those because of the size of my business. And then within a couple of days, they give me this income and expense statement that I'm going to give you on a spreadsheet. So I always know my exact financial position. Always. I started doing this when I was a baby business and it was so much easier. And then it became a habit right? Because if you're not paying attention to your numbers, you can get out of whack really quickly. And then all of a sudden you're panicking and you're having to have a discount. Then you're attracting the wrong buyers. And then they're whining about everything and you're doubting your prices. And then you lower your prices and then you're not profitable again. And it becomes a terrible downward spiral. All right. So make this a habit Adopt that habit if you want to grow your business. And listen, my friend, don't be afraid of your numbers. It's scarier not to know. It really is. Knowledge is power. 
Now listen, go grab a copy of my numbers tracker. I created it for you. I'm giving it to you completely free. I'm going to tell you the link, but I also am putting it in the show notes for you if you need to come back and get it. And I would love to hear from you. Shoot me a DM in Instagram and let me know if you're using it and if you're excited about it or if you're freaked out about it because this is the key. All right. So go to joyofmarketing.com forward slash numbers tracker, joyofmarketing.com forward slash numbers tracker. And I'm telling you, if you can start doing these things, you can create a business of your dreams. And it doesn't matter if you want this to be a side gig or a full-time business, or if you're a stay-at-home parent, you just want a little extra money. It doesn't matter. You still have to understand your numbers. You can do this, my friend. I'm cheering for you. Let's go. Woohoo! You did it, friend. You just listened to a full episode of the Worth Every Penny Joycast. You invested time in bettering yourself and your photography business will thank you for it. I'm proud of you. And if you enjoyed this podcast, could you do me a favor? Like and share it so it reaches more photographers who need to hear it. Join me next Tuesday and I'll help you grow your photography business.